Welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your family and friends to check us out and connect with us on all of our social media platforms and join the conversation. Email us at info at fusedmarriages.com. All right, Michael. So what are we getting into today? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I could welcome everybody first. You know what I mean? They might be the first time listening. Could be the second, third. Could be the hundredth. Right, right. Well, welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. Well, today's topic, we got an interesting one for the people. Okay. What's you know going what I mean? on? One, it could be controversial a little bit. Aren't they all? I mean, it's real <laughs> life, though. Okay. We know it happens. Yeah. Because, I mean, because some situations just happen because they happen. Some people, you know, either fall into it or some people walk into it. Oh, Lord. There's a difference. Oh, Lord. Where are we and going? But this, this can be either one. Mm-hmm. You could either fall into it or you can walk into it. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about today is work wife, work husband. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? What's that about? What's that about? Jump in, jump in. Work wife, work husband. So so what is that exactly? All right. I'm going to go with just the, the urban definition of what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. If, if it's okay, why can I go with that? The, go I mean, it's it. not, it's not, it's not Webster, <laughs> but it's the urban definition. It's how we really think about it's it. It's how we really think about it. Sometimes urban, really not urban, like as in like, you know, it's mm-hmm. just a term that you, you know, what just, you know, it's American kind of term, you know, what they say. There you go. Yeah. Use them big words. Baby, teach me. Oh Lord. Go on, go on. <laughs> All right. So the definition of a work spouse, mm-hmm. a work spouse is a phrase, mostly in American. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. Talking about, cause they don't usually know in the UK or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's referring to a coworker, usually of the opposite sex mm-hmm. with whom one shares a special relationship with special, special. It do say special mm. having bonds similar to those of a marriage. Mm. It's similar. It ain't said not exactly, but it's very, very similar. You need to know which bonds, which bonds. Yeah, talking about this, you like the same food. What are we talking about? Right. I mean, that's that's what we're gonna talk about, right? Okay. I mean, which which bonds are? are I mean, because you know, you at work, right? You do get connected with people. Okay. You're trying to complete a task, so sure. y'all kind of like are vibing at least on the yeah. on a work level. Yeah. Because you gotta have some synergy, right? Yeah. When you're working together and trying to accomplish a goal, if everybody's you know got some different mindset, different energy, it's hard to get something accomplished. That's true. So people ultimately get some kind of connection. Just you know, they're working, trying to strive for a common goal. Mm-hmm. Similar to a marriage to sound like a little bit, just a little bit, a common goal. You got to have that in the marriage, you know what I mean, to get push forward. Mm, so that's a stretch, but I'm with you. I'm oh, with no, you. talk to me about you. that. What you mean by that? The goals shouldn't be the, the same goals, but let's let's keep it moving. I'm with you. I'm with you. So talk to me. Okay, so that's the definition of a work spouse, mm-hmm. work wife, work husband. Is that okay? Is it okay to have a work? Because you said we're, we're striving towards something, you know. I don't know about those labels. Talk to me. Yeah, I mean, I think I think some people end up using it kind of like in a joking way. Oh, that's my work husband. Oh, that's my work spouse. You know, most dudes, that's my work gal. You know, I can't, you know, mm-hmm. well, most dudes can't probably say that, you know what they I mean? They show better not. Yeah, they might get, you know, not, not, not wake up the next day. Me in my house. <laughs> I'm just, let me just speak for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah, I would never, ever, ever say that. Mm-hmm. But some people actually, I've heard people joke around like, hey, you know what, that's my work husband. Mm-hmm. Or that's my work spouse. Mm-hmm. And like, to me, it always made me uncomfortable. I'm like, hold on, you, but you, you married though. Mm-hmm. So how that, how that work, how you even like can freely like say that? 
you know that old saying, it's, um, you know, there's a little bit of truth in every joke. Mm. I'm just saying. So they tell it in a joking way. Okay. Well, see, I, I'm not cool with it. Mm -hmm. I'm not cool with it. I think it's, it's a little, it's a little too friendly. It crosses a little bit too much of a line, particularly because I think that it can kind of open the door to some freedoms that you wouldn't generally open the door to. Because mm-hmm. it, you know, nobody cheats just by jumping out there. It's it. Well, maybe somebody does, but it's normally step by step. It's those kind of indescript things that we just do it's like oh yeah and and this is how the line goes at least in my mind that it's like one line is crossed hey how you doing oh that you know that's my work husband we always together okay that's mm-hmm. that's problematic right. and then you're going out to eat and then you have to go on business trips and then there's a connection there that ought not be there just because you've opened the door at least that's how i feel about it i mean i could be a little a little much, but I'm not, I'm just not comfortable with it. If somebody said that my husband is their work husband, I'd be like, that cut that. Yeah. Cut I'm, that. I'm like, I'm, I'm with you on it. To be honest with you. I, it makes me totally, totally uncomfortable. I would never, you know I mean? Say or suggest somebody even like put that term out there because it's like, it is, it's, it's a, it's a slippery slope. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like y'all are, I mean, then it puts to me, it puts doubt in your spouse's mind potentially like, okay, why would you, hold on, what do you mean that's your work spouse? What y'all doing at work to even like, even for you to use that term mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. Like y'all show Kiki in a lot over there. Kiki. Yeah. I call you on the phone like, Hey, but you know, <laughs> Hey babe, what you doing at work? What you doing at work? <laughs> I'm talking to Bob. Hold on. Hold on. Bob, Bob, Bob who? making you giggle. Bob, Yeah. Bob making you giggle a little bit too much. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not I'm not so sure about that. Anybody out there listening, what do y'all think about that? Have you yourself or has your spouse or have you heard work spouse, work husband, work wife? How do you feel? Does it make you uncomfortable or Michael and I just a little bit different where neither of us are really feeling it and you're just like, oh, it's not a big deal. Let us know. Hit us up. Social media platforms at Fused Marriages or info at FusedMarriages.com. We want to hear from you and what you have to say. Okay, so here's a question. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about it kind of being coworker to coworker. What if it's like your your manager or your superior, your quote unquote your boss that is using the term? Do you step up and like correct them? Do you kind of go with it? Do you ignore it like it's not a big deal? What do you think? I see, I think I think that could be a sticky situation. Mhm. Because ultimately right that's your manager or your boss and they're like, you know, calling you into the office, "Hey, I need you to do this. Work on that." Hey, can you come to this business meeting? Hey, better not say I need you to go on this trip and we going together. And it's like, uh oh, like we don't, you don't see it coming like that, but like it can come like that. And you're like, and what you kind of like natural? Okay, you know my boss. I mean, they just, you know, we just working. But all of a sudden now, you know, they sitting you down. Hey, we had, we're gonna have this lunch meeting, and you like almost obligated to go. You came back with, no, I don't want to do that. We can't. I can't meet with you at lunch in the cafeteria. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can say, okay, we're going out to, you know, to Chili's or Applebee's or we're going to go to Panda Express. You know what I mean? And go eat. Hey, mm-hmm. I like Panda. I just, I, I I, I'm thinking I about Panda right now. That's okay. But yeah. So, <laughs> so though I, I understand you can kind of sidestep that. We know what? I'm busy. I got something to do at my lunch. But what they ask you, like, hey, let's go out to the break room and have lunch and talk about this project. Was well, that a work wife, work husband? Or was that like a corporate dynamic? Well, I'm I'm talking about how you get there, you okay. know what I mean? Because I because it don't just start like you know what I mean with some like instant connection, but you get there by like all of a sudden now you you in this space with this person that's like above and beyond maybe what the norm is. You know what I mean? I mean, 
once they can call you like any spousal terminology, then the relationship might be too friendly or too comfortable. But there are a lot of people that do kind of find their mate at work or do find like really invest, you know, really great relationships and friendships that they invest in from, from the office. Mm -hmm. Have you ever encountered that where you've kind of like, I mean, not, not opposite sex necessarily, Mm -hmm. but where you meet some people at work and you say like, Hey, I have a connection. Cause that's basically how it, how it starts. Obviously the work husband and work spouse is a different level, but where it's like, you hang out with people maybe that you worked with. Have you ever done that? For me, I always kept work, work. Okay. Like ain't no pictures up showing. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about what I did over the weekend. It is like for me, you know what I mean? This That's where I get paid at. I don't want to do that. That's, that's it. That I ain't got no other, you know, but for situation. People, that's their up. social outlet. That's, that's how they, that's how they form their relationships. I know a lot of people that after work, they'll hang out with their work friends, go to a happy hour, or go mm-hmm. um, spend the weekends together. If you have kids, like your kids meet each other and a lot of workplaces invite kind of those social dynamics some workplaces have ping pong tables and things like that and some workplaces um you know they'll have like family get-togethers or family fun days where they're open it up to um your spouse and your kids you're getting to know each other on um, a different level and they say that that makes you more productive at work less likely to be looking for other places of employment because you feel a certain amount of connection there you bring a good point up because i can think about one particular location i worked at and it was like we had really good work dynamics. I mean, across male, female. I mean, it's just like it was just really, really good. And like you talk about the whole produ- productivity thing, it's like, yeah, that's probably that's probably true. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I think you got to be in your mind mentally though, like especially if you married mm-hmm. or you got a significant other or, or a close relationship, you're trying to you know build and grow something. You know what I mean? And then you have these other kind of that work dynamics. Somebody can easy because y'all emailing a lot, y'all talking a lot. I mean, right. it's just it could be hard. Yeah, I think it's I just think it's like a a boundaries issue. It can become really dangerous because now you're inviting a familiarity into the workplace. And I'm not talking about, you know, having connection with your coworkers. I I think that that's fine as long as there's, again, a sense of boundary because you don't know what that other person has going on in their world. Like they could be married and still have some things happening or they could be single and looking at you like, man, he's such a nice guy or she's such a nice girl. They're such a great hard worker. I enjoy being around them. They really understand my ideas. They really value what I have to say, which they might not be getting at home. So you can begin to almost idolize this man. If this relationship were something more than the workplace and then it starts off with that kind of joking. And then you can start talking about a little bit, some things outside of the workplace, even if it's a superior, even if it's a manager or a supervisor, I think even with that, that's even more challenging. And I can speak at least from a woman's perspective, Mm -hmm. Um, women in the workplace, we are finally achieving um, or at least being acknowledged um, in superior positions. And I I think that, um, there's still a lot of men that might have some misogynistic viewpoints that might want to take advantage. Right. And right. So I'm, I'm just leery of the, the terms all together. Um, so for at least from my, my perspective, mm-hmm. I would think that it's um, inappropriate and a little, a little too friendly. What do you think about how, um, how the other spouse sees that? Like, do you think that it would be, if I was in the workplace and somebody's like, Oh, this is, you know, Alex, she's my work wife. How would what would you think? What would your thought process hey, first be? First of all, I'm gonna see Ray it. Oh, yeah. You're gonna jump right. I'm in. gonna jump. I'm gonna go straight. Okay. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Like why are you? T- I mean, hold. I mean, you know what I mean, because me, that's like spouse. 
work mm-hmm. anything. That's when, you know, that just for me would kind of like, I would feel something about that. Okay. If I heard a guy say, you know, oh, Tristan, that's my, she my, she my work spouse. So you would say straight and out And smiling right with it? Oh, no, hold on. You would say like, what you mean by that? Yeah, what you mean? No, I was, I'm, I'm actually, I ain't going to like ask them. They may not be, you know, straight up with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be looking real hard in a way that, okay, let me, why he, why he feel comfortable around me to say that? Yeah, because I'm going to have a problem. Like, you feel real comfortable. You're going to tell me that's what it is? Now, would you think that that were my fault? Like, it's possibly been said before. Like, are you going to say, like, Tristan, why he say that? It takes two. You... Oh, it takes, takes takes two. Two. Okay. it takes two. It takes two. Even why I say it takes two, mm-hmm. right? So, like, the guy can have another agenda, potentially, or not. We don't know, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, the other person has to see kind of like, okay, hold on. This person is, like, they using terms and kind of, like, asking me all kind of questions about, weekend and kids like dang i'm like why are they always doing that like every monday uh, trying to figure out how my weekend was mm-hmm. and we might be doing something you know about you can't tell them everything yeah, okay so that's true yeah so. So, here, so here's the question then what if there is no physical attraction like either you're not attracted or they're not attracted they've made it like oh no like they happily married or they in a relationship or yeah. you're happily married or otherwise it doesn't matter if they use the terminology if there's just no, if they say, "Oh, that's my work husband," and you know there is no possibility of that. Who ever. know who's the you? You. So you. if if you have a manager mm-hmm. that references you, oh, Michael, he's my he's my work spouse. That's my work husband right there, and you were like, "No, it would never ever ever happen." Would that change how you feel about the term? No. Okay. N- not talk, at all. Talk about it. So if they like, you know what I mean? Just I'm just not attracted to them, and that's my kind of you know, answer to like, Oh, you know, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But like, I ain't, I ain't to stop that person, that woman from saying that, like, okay, hold on. You know what? I, I understand. I don't understand why you making that comment, but I don't feel comfortable you saying that with me being married. Mm-hmm. So I you would, would say it just like that. I would say it just like that. Okay. I mean, you gotta be nice to people. Okay. I mean, she might, she might be innocently kind of like, just, you know, that's how she talking. You know, some people are real friendly like that. Mm-hmm, I don't get it. You know what I mean? That's because you're not real friendly. No, like I am real friendly. <laughs> but I ain't that friendly. Like, <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? True. I'm going to give you a side hug. I don't give no woman no, you know what I mean? I, I, especially, I don't know you. I'm not going to, it's going to be, you're going to know, okay, you know, we cool. But that's far as it goes. Okay, fair enough. You're not going to mix the signal. Like, okay, hold on, why he, you know, talking to me, asking about, you know, my shoe color. or my, give that uh, church hug. Yeah. I'm a try, you know what I mean? If, if I know it's different, right? We kind of know and kind of got, you know, been some time to say, and the other that's different. I'm talking about, I don't want to give anybody indication that there could be something. There could be something. Okay. I don't want to mistake that. Okay. So, like, even if the person is like, you know what? I'm going to use the term boo boo ugly. You know what I mean? I kind of oh, made that up. It's, it's just, you know, it's a, a visual, a though, to go with that boo boo ugly. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody, you know, what God makes everybody beautiful. So, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say nobody's ugly, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not attracted to them. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> had to give that caveat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm not attracted to them, I still think this could be an issue. Yeah. Because I'm gonna tell you why it can be an issue just on from a guy perspective. Okay. Right. It may from a woman. No, actually, probably from a woman perspective more than a guy perspective. Okay. It can be an issue because sometimes you can be in a vulnerable place, and that ugliest start looking good to you. Mm-hmm. Like in a different way, you'd be like. Okay, they ain't physically attracted, but like, you know what I mean? They listen to me. They talk they to me. Your emotional needs. Yeah, you like, mm-hmm. man, that happens. Some mm-hmm. easy, some guys and, and fell in that trap. There's women too. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, yeah. I think um, this might steer us in a different direction, but I think physical attraction is really important um, mm-hmm. in any 
romantic relationship. I don't No, I'm not saying that it's the number one. I'm not saying, okay, he's got to be built like this or she's got to be physically like this, because I think at some level you do kind of grow from that. Like if you get married at 25 and she has a certain kind of body and then she's 50, she might not have the same body. That she, she still going to be she was, fine. She's still going to be fine. If okay. you're talking about me. Uh, no, no okay. yeah. I'm just <laughs> well, I'm just, my point is, hey, hold on. I, no, I, I think that you find other things that you're even more attracted to over time. Right, right. So right now it's like, man, I love, I love this about her body. And you might still love that, but it goes deeper than that as time goes on. If you go through different trials and tribulations as mm-hmm. you have children or experience death or um, enjoy talking about different things than you talked about when you were 25, now you're talking about when you're 50 or 30, there's a different kind of attraction. Not the physical is not still important. Um, And so I bring that up to say that physical attraction, even in um, the workplace, I think it's something you have to monitor because I don't believe that once you get married, nobody else is attractive. Right. Like they just everybody else disappears. It don't happen think, like that. It's true. I don't think so. And I think people would like to believe that. Like, oh no, they're the only one I see. Like they lying, no, you they lying. That? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see other people. Right. But you don't focus on other people. Like I remember um one time, Michael, I think you what was that what was that that pastor said that one time that you were talking about? Oh, you're talking about uh uh from uh, uh yeah. in Richardson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no, he said, you know what? Whenever he sees somebody that he's attracted to or kind of, you know, maybe kind of like, you know, they got a unique look to them. Mm-hmm. You know what? He just keep his eyes bouncing. You know what? That's all he do. You know, he may get a glance, but he bounces his eyes and keep on moving. He don't focus in on it. Okay. Okay. I ain't never forgot that. Yeah. So I think that's a good principle. Like you might see them, but you just keep your eyes moving. Like, oh, okay. And keep it moving. I think once you start to focus and hone in and yeah, oh, I really like that. Don't lock oh, in, oh, fellas. Yeah. I think that's a I think that's when things start to get yeah. dangerous. And so I would apply that also in the workplace because that's just monitoring yourself. That's taking inventory of where you are um, and considering, okay, that person I might be attracted to, I really need to have a strong line here because physical attraction, it might be the gateway. And then you're like, Oh man, and they're smart and they're funny and they're yeah. interesting. Um, and they're interested in what I'm interested in outside of the workplace. They like playing ultimate frisbee and they like this and man, we like the same kind of food. So now when we go out on our work meetings, Hey, Michael, you like that restaurant Remember? Oh, I w- I've been wanting to tell mm-hmm. you about it. And then you're going out on these work meetings that can turn into dates that can turn into something more. Right. So I think, particularly when you're physically attracted to um, a coworker, you have to be even more careful with how you monitor those conversations and how you monitor that relationship. Right so, cause you can have that quote unquote work spouse without that label. That's real. Too, That's real that, true. Where they can, okay. Oh, they're always hanging out together or they mm-hmm. always go to lunch together. And you might think it's just an innocent lunch. We're just hanging out. They make me laugh. We're, we only really see each other during the weekday. We're not hanging out on the weekends or we're not going out in the evenings. Right. And then you kind of can create excuses without the title. Right. That's real. That's good. I mean, I think that is important. Like when you're talking about somebody that you're attracted to, I can talk about from a guy's perspective. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got, if she's bad, you know what I mean? Guys know, oh man, you know, we still talk at the, at the, at the water fountain. Like, oh man, you see that, this, that, and the other? Yeah, the water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> what they call water coolers, the coffee yeah. pot. Yeah, at the vending machine. At the vending machine. <laughs> Where we get our water. <laughs> like, I don't think I drink out of water fountain in a minute though. So that's, that was just, I don't know. 
This came to mind. This came to my mind. (laughs) When water was free. Right. No, but like you got to put like those safeguards around. I think you're talking about the boundaries around Mm -hmm. yourself of saying, you know what? I don't even want that to be a thought of being a possibility of something happening. Mm -hmm. It's like, and I think the one thing that like I try to like pull from, like, like, you know what? I plant my, like, I try to scare myself. Like, I don't even want even like anything remotely, closely to be perceived, thought about. Or even me even kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm caught in the corner, you know, one-on-one meeting with, you know, this pretty woman. And they kind of like, hold on, what, okay, what, what, ain't he married? Why he mm-hmm. looking? I try to like to minimize. I mean, can you do it like 100% of the time? But like, it's a thought in my mind, like, okay, I'm trying to protect protect my marriage. You know what I mean? And what I, and what I have, because I don't want that to be anything, even if it's innocent on my end, you don't know. You know what I mean? The other person may have some kind of a, a different agenda. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's very real because you don't know you don't know what the other person's thinking why they're having this conversation with you how they Mm. see you because you might not be attracted to them but they might be attracted to you and they might try to start conversations or kind of like study you like oh man come by your desk or into your office oh what a beautiful family find out how how close you are to your kids how close you are to your wife how close you are to that family unit what you do on the weekends what you're interested in getting that intel yeah, what you like to eat. So, hey, I, I stopped by such and such. I know you you like pizza. Yeah, I love pizza. So anybody can drop off pizza. Mm, they didn't thought about you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Pizza. Send me some pizza and salad and yeah, grapes get, and bottled yeah. water. It's a date. It's that Jedi mind trick that people be playing. Oh, but that's not just in the office place. No, it ain't. Yeah, it's everywhere. It is. So what do you think as we steer a little bit? little bit off course a little hey, bit I'm we just, can drive it though we can okay. go where we want to go i'm just curious so we we kind of talked about how that applies in the workplace what about other other locations where you might have um like interest groups so if you're involved mm-hmm. in some community activities or you're involved in like your church even um is it possible to get too close in relationship with somebody of the opposite sex even if you don't have the title of work spouse, work husband, mm-hmm. um, but it's still um, similar in characteristics where we're spending time together. We're working towards a common goal. We're doing some different, some different activities together. We're doing some planning or some meetings, phone conversations, emails. Is it possible? I think, I mean, absolutely. I think it's possible. I think, you know I mean? It's for me, it's like, I've learned like, you know what? I cannot have close female friends. It's like, I don't mean, I talk them close as in like, we talking on a monthly bi-monthly, whatever, you know what I mean? No frequency whatsoever. I may say hi and speak. I'm not, you know, I'll be cordial. How you doing? But I'm going about my business. Mm-hmm. And if like, even for example, if even one of your girlfriends try to call me or hey, or just, hey, where's Tristan at? Hey, you need to call something such. I'm like, oh, hey, you need to try to get a hold of them. You, do. To, you give me the phone. You yeah, say. they're trying to get a hold of you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's for the aspect of, you know what? I don't want no boundaries to be crossed or be confused. Mm-hmm. where the situation lies. Right. I mean, everybody's dealing with different stuff. That's and I true. know how I want to like manage myself first. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that to be any kind of blurred lines. You know what I mean? That's a mm-hmm. song right there. Blurred lines. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the best example, but oh, it's not. I don't remember the words. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go back and listen to that. Yeah. And be like, Oh wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I think it's interesting that you bring that up. Like, can you have, close friends of the opposite sex. I know we talked about that in one of our, one of our um, fused um, topics one time, but I think it's interesting as we approach it from this perspective, like, okay, could there be mixed messages being sent? What if they think that now they're the spouse in the relationship, there's an intruder in the relationship. How do you negotiate that? Because I do think that 
sometimes you'll be in a quote unquote friendship and not both people see it as just the friendship. That's true. So that's true. Let us know what y'all think out there. So if you have um, ever encountered this work, wife, work, husband, work, spouse relationship, or if it's moved on over into some of the other things that you do, some of your social activities where you're spending a lot of time with somebody of the opposite sex, how do you feel? How does your spouse feel? Has there ever been any disagreements, any uncomfortable situations, um, anything that you were like, oh man, maybe I misstepped, maybe they misstepped. And how did you overcome that? Let us know. Hit us up on our social media platforms at Fuse Marriages or info at FuseMarriages.com. We want to hear from you. We want to know how you're engaging with this um, for this topic. So on this same thing, Michael, so this is how I'm thinking about it. I don't like it personally because I don't want anybody else to be able to claim you in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my husband. You are his coworker or you are his friend. Um, and that might sound a little bit possessive, but that's what this ring means. I'm yours for real. Okay. I'm claim just me. Yeah. <laughs> Better claim me. I claim you. I claim you. So I, th- I think that that is when it gets tricky. I, but I think the underlying part is if the terms are not said, if it's not said worked wife, work husband, even if it's in jest, even if it's joking, but if the behaviors are still that of a spouse, mm. because I wear a ring. So, you know, that I'm married, but you can, there are some people that wear rings that act like they're not married and you start looking at them crazy. Like, uh, aren't they married? You know, when right. you see them, wait, they dancing, uh, aren't they? Is that their, and you start asking questions, but for those of us, that may not yet have the ring, the people that are, you know, seriously dating, looking towards marriage, um, the fiance where mm-hmm. one is, has the ring, the woman or might have the ring or so on. Um, and waiting for that wedding day, that can be even more tricky because you start to have to create boundaries that you didn't have to have before. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you might be in a relationship, um, with a coworker, just as a friendship that now that friendship has to be renegotiated because of the boundaries that the the, the new person coming in um, might desire. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, if you if you coming into a relationship and you have, you know, somebody of the opposite sex that's friend or friendly, mm-hmm. both of them about the same, really, you know what I mean? You're going to have to draw some clear lines around that. You're going to have to, I speak from the fellas' perspective, more than likely you got to cut it off in order mm-hmm. for your girl to feel good. You're going to have to take some steps back. Ooh, okay. Okay, here we go. We're going to role play. All right, yeah. go ahead. What's, what's the role play? We're going we're gonna to play this out because you just said they're going to have to cut it off. I want to know how that conversation happens. All right, okay. that'd be like, I'm calling you up. Gotta no, call I'm right. telling you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Michael, I know that you've been working at that company for five years, and I'm, I really don't like your manager. I really, I think she wants you, and I'm not comfortable with how y'all interact. But a woman don't want me. I mean, you, just yes, my manager. I am though. a woman, and I get vibes, and I can tell. You I can, can tell. tell. Yes. You ain't never even met the woman. You just hear what I, I can, tell you about I it. I can tell, Michael. See, now you're minimizing how I feel. Minimizing how you feel. Okay, let me back up. So how you feel is that this woman has the potential to have a, at least some feelings or something about me is what I'm hearing. Yes. So that's my manager, though. Was my manager? It's a woman first. But okay, so then okay, I would. How about this? I talk to my manager, mm-hmm. and I try to let them know, hey, if there's something that you've seen that's uncomfortable, I bring it to their attention, and maybe I handle it that way. See, therein lies the problem. 
(laughs) Because that doesn't necessarily, for listeners out there, if you've ever had a conversation like this where somebody makes you feel uncomfortable, how do you handle it if it's somebody in a superior position? It might be a manager. It might be um, the president of the organization or somebody that's been... um, might have seniority in the organization that you're now involved in, whether it's a community organization or um, a church or something. Uh I'm just saying it happens in church. I'm 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 just saying, I'm just saying. So I think it's, I think the, the challenge is how do you go about having a conversation if there has been no overt, like they haven't been rubbing on your knee or touching on your back. I haven't observed it. I just got a feeling happen either way like you can go to the company picnic and you can see mm-hmm. this dude that's you know stand at the hot dogs you know with your girl she's just over there trying to get a hot dog and get a hamburger and he's laughing and he knows you're there yeah. so i i think that this all i just want to hear from some of the people yeah i think that this is all one really complicated conversation and that's why we're bringing it up here because we like to talk about it get some ideas out on the table get some thoughts because I do think that a lot of us can deal with this in the wrong way. I think yeah. a lot of us can um, really make some destructive decisions. Um, by If I told Michael in that scenario, he has to quit his job or he has to tell his wife or, excuse me, his manager off. Well, tell her I said, duh, duh, duh. there can be some really destructive behaviors that we take into the workplace um, or that we project onto our spouse. Because ultimately it does have to come down to trust. But in that trusting relationship is the responsibility of both partners to protect the other. That's good, man. That's real good. That's what I think. No, no. You, I think I think you hit it right on the head. I think it's like that trust come in, right? Mm-hmm. So if a woman is pushing up on me and I'm like, Hey babe, you know what? I have nothing to do with this woman outside of, you know what? Just, that's just work. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not doing anything additional. I'm not telling anything additional about myself or my life. And it's just that, you know what? She's just, you know what I mean? Has maybe a vibe for me, but I'm, I'm keeping that distance. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that would be an appreciated thing, but you also have to like, if there is a boundary crossed, Hey, you know, such and such, this is, this is getting to the point of being inappropriate. Um, or I don't appreciate this line of questioning or how this conversation is going. So we need to stick to this and then not hiding that stuff. I think that that's one of the things, cause then it can come out later or there can be manipulative. I mean, there's in yeah. every realm, whether it's workplace or outside, there are people that really are manipulative that really are not caring for your relationship and your marriage and your commitment because commitment looks good. You know what? I think I have been, I've told you this before, but mm. I, I have been hit on so much as a married woman. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, I, for real. I it's told like, you I'm gonna get you a bet. I need a bat. To beat them off of you, girl. Because hey, when I ain't around, when I'm there, you ain't got no, I got you covered. Yeah, you do. But you need to pack a bat when you go out there. I'm, I'll be happy with that. Just walk mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Just walk around with it. But I think that that's not uncommon. And I've heard this from a lot of women in particular. They will see, um, our, and, I, and I don't know how true this is, but I've heard this, that when a woman sees a man with a ring, that might mean to her, man, he can commit. He must be a good guy. He was mm. willing to do this. Now, I don't really know a lot of snakes out there like that, but I'm not saying that it's not true. And I'm sure that it's true on the other side. I I remember hearing one time, and this might be a little crass, but I remember hearing one time guys 
that are, you know, they're not married to, they don't mind a pregnant girl because they know that she can't get pregnant. Uh Oh, stop that now. I'm just saying. So I think some of that, that same mentality can be outside of pregnancy. Like, Oh, okay. She, she's, she's good. She's not going to bother me because she got a man. Mm-hmm, old song, mm-hmm. Shante's got a man home. Mm. So I'm just saying, Shante's got a. Come on, baby, sing it. Okay, so so I I I think that we have to be as married people, as um engaged or seriously dating or wherever you are in your relationship. If you take your relationship seriously, you have to be really um observant and really yeah, serious yeah, yeah. because I do think that there's. Not that there's necessarily a cultural attack on marriage. I'm, I don't know how much I believe or don't believe in that, but I do think that you have to be vigilant in protecting your marriage and your and the boundaries of your marriage because everybody has kind of different boundaries, what's appropriate, what's what they feel comfortable with. And we talk about a lot of that on, on the show, but I think that the most important thing is protecting how your spouse feels, how they are responding and making sure that you don't do something that would dishonor them. If you can't do it in front of them then you don't need to be doing it at all. If your spouse can't sit at your desk and see how you interact with your coworkers, your managers, your superiors, the people that are under you, then you don't need to do it. So like, okay, I know, I know you've been saying a lot, so I'm trying to soak all of what you're saying in Mm -hmm. and you said you got to make your, spouse feel comfortable right right but what if your spouse crazy like in the head you know what i mean like (laughs) you ain't doing nothing but they like swear up and down like how people you know what i mean that happens though people like i would say a lot of that comes from some past pain so Mm -hmm. the way to deal and from my perspective the way to deal with that if you're not doing anything and they think you doing everything some of that comes, it comes from somewhere. Mm. So I think getting to the root of that is, babe, why do you think, well, because of da, 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 and it might be past her, it might be past in the relationship with you. Right. It might be before a relationship with you. So I think really getting down to that, like, and making sure that you give the affirmations. We have, um, if you go to our website and you check on the books section, there's a book in there that is very common for married couples, um, but it's the five love languages. Um, and not just married couples, but it applies to a lot of different, it applies to all of your um, relationships. How do people receive love? Because not everybody receives love in the same way. If you get me some pizza, I'm going to feel good. And that might be a gift. Mm-hmm. Whereas somebody else would be like, I could have cooked this for myself. So you want to pay attention to how other people receive love. So making sure that you're addressing how that person feels. Are they getting love from you in the way that they need it? Are they being affirmed in the way that they need it? So I think that that's going to be, you know, something that we need to talk about within within the context of our relationship. Because they might not be crazy. They might just have some past trauma, some past hurt, some past pain that they need some help working through so that they're not projecting that into the relationship. That's good. Yeah, so I love it. That's what I'm thinking. So we appreciate you guys um, for joining us in our conversation today. Uh, make sure that you connect with us. We want to hear from you. We want to know your thoughts on this topic and others. Check us out um, at Fuse Marriages at Facebook, Instagram, and check out our website for more content and resources. FuseMarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fuse with Tristan and Michael.